Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Joining us on the line is the mayor of Collingwood. We say good morning to Mayor Brian Saunderson. Good morning, uh, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. John, welcome back from your theater tour. <laughs> Thank you. It was uh, a lot of fun, but it's nice to be back, too. Uh, Mr. Mayor, lots to talk to you about. Uh, let's start with um, the Corporate and Community Services Committee with regards to the Tremont Plaza Public Art Project. They've requested the advancement of uh, just over ten grand in funds. Uh, this is already in our public art reserve. Looks like it's for an installation that's going to eventually cost somewhere towards around $50,000. Uh, I wanted to know, they've chosen artist William H. Hong, and I get that he's very talented, very well known. He's a sculptor who commands a huge fee. Was there any consideration of maybe using a local artist? Uh, yes, there was. Uh, so the, uh, there's an art committee, and uh, the public art committee uh, invited um, uh, proposals uh, from uh, a broad sector, so it certainly was, uh, there was, uh, we encouraged local artists to apply as well. And uh, William Hung's uh, 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 proposal was selected by the committee and then brought back to the uh, Corporate and Community Services uh, Committee. Um, and Mr. Hung was there for, to answer questions. And uh, then it was approved by council, uh, first payment was approved by council uh, this past Monday. And it's an art installation that will uh, recognize uh, the LGBTQ2 plus uh, community. And uh, it's a, a rhinoceros on an arc that represents a rainbow. And then the, the rhinoceros is uh, being held up by uh, balloons, uh, rainbow colored balloons. And uh, it was uh, very well received. I think it's a wonderful piece. Uh, the public feedback that we've heard to date is very positive, and uh, I think it'll be a great addition to that uh, Tremont Plaza. How does someone put in a you know an application for? And uh, do they give you drawings? Is there a little model of it? How, how do you decide? Uh, when we saw it, there was a drawing uh, that came to council after it had been uh, selected by the committee. Um, and uh, so I would imagine that uh, all artists had put in. Uh, drawings or renderings of uh, what their proposal was. And there was no pressure or or favoritism on having a local artist be involved? Well, I, I think it was an open competition uh, to make sure that we got uh, the best piece of art for our community. And uh, and I certainly think that uh, this piece is, is spectacular. It will mm-hmm. be a wonderful addition to that Tremont Plaza. And I think it all depends on, you know, what the others submitted, though they're local. It's not necessarily the best just because they're local. Right. I don't know. That's just my take. All right. Uh, and and, and so other news, uh, we've been hearing a lot of talk about a, a couple um, on 4th Street that has a home that I guess they... They might have known they were in a heritage district, but they didn't know what that meant because they're simply trying to renovate this house that they bought, and they're in a bit of hot water right now. Uh, what's the deal with that? Well, this particular couple uh, bought a home on 4th Street and moved in, and uh, I understand that they were aware it was in the heritage district. Um, uh, and as he said, they, they did not necessarily understand what that uh, implied uh, and involved and commenced some work on the house, including painting of the brickwork, um, which without getting a necessary heritage permit. And so work was done without the 
uh, having first obtained a permit and uh, a very unfortunate situation. And uh, I think it was all done in uh, good faith uh, under a mistaken assumption. And uh, so they had to then apply to the uh, Heritage Committee for um, permits to do some of the work they did. And some of the permits were granted and others were not. And uh, so they're faced with a situation uh, where council had to make a decision about enforcing the uh, Heritage District designation. Uh, and rules, and uh, so they've been asked to remove the paint. So that paint removal, I mean, it, it it's going to cost this uh, couple thousands of, of dollars could to do that. Could be as much as $30,000. Exactly. Uh, could they not be, you know, just used as, a, as an example um, to then say and make changes moving forward? Well, Collingwood's had the Heritage District designation uh, for a little over 20 years now, and uh, we uh, have received uh, accolades and heard from uh, visitors and our community that uh, the Heritage designation is an important aspect of our downtown. And uh, so the decision that the council was faced with, based on the recommendation from the Heritage Committee and from our staff, uh, was to uh, uh, remove the paint. Uh, there was a lot of discussion about it. Uh, we realized this is a very unfortunate situation, and uh, that was uh, that was a discussion around the table. That was an option, but that's not ultimately what council decided. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, who could they reach out to to maybe cover some of these costs? Uh, would the realtor be at liable for something like this? Uh, or is it just their own, they should have done more research? Yeah, I think it's an unfortunate situation, and I wouldn't want to speculate on any of the components that uh, that happened. Uh, I think they were very candid with the council about how the situation arose. Um, there are heritage grants, and uh, we've encouraged them to apply for heritage grants for some of the other work that's been required mm. uh, for the house. Uh, and there are also, uh, the town is looking at increasing the uh, heritage uh, tax relief program uh, to 20%, and that would be matched by the county of Simcoe. Uh, so certainly uh, over time, they would be able to apply for that heritage uh, tax relief, um, and uh, hopefully that would contribute over time to the cost that they're incurring. Well, definitely the heritage uh, of this community is what keeps it so great. So maybe the, if they can drum up some friends and make a make an actual day, a, a big event around it, who knows, to get it back to where it was. Yeah, who knows? It's certainly, it's a very unfortunate situation. Uh, uh, one final thing. I just want to uh, congratulate the town. I think this is an amazing idea, and I've been loving seeing it happen, is uh, the various clock tower illuminations in support of uh, local causes. I think this is fantastic. Yes, uh, it's something that... Uh we experimented with uh, earlier in the year, and now we're doing it uh, for the various proclamations uh, for um, various organizations. And this month, there's uh, uh, two uh, 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 organizations we're recognizing. First is my friend's house, so the clock tower will be illuminated purple uh, for three or four nights uh, this month. And the other is for Chrome's colitis, and uh, the clock tower will be illuminated blue for that. Um, so yes, it's a wonderful way to uh, to accent town hall and to bring awareness to the various uh, 
organizations and charities that we have proclamations for. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.